Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You are now locked in to the GZ Chop Shop. What is up, everybody? Itachi266 here. It's that time again. Welcome back to another episode my throat is freaking like, <laughs> like, like, hold on. I was, it was funny because you're fucking it up. Caleb just wanted me to do a cheesy intro, and I was like, no, I can't do a cheesy. I can't do a cheesy intro. It doesn't it doesn't work it when it's just the want. boys? And here I am, just trying to do the regular intro, and my throat's all like. Rah, 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 rah. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Jeezy Chop Shop. Holy crap! Yeah, look. I took a week off, right? And I think with just in that week, my body is like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? We're supposed to be resting and relaxing and stuff. What, are you, what you got us doing here? But anyway, so here we are. Ready? I'm not answering that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew. I knew Burn couldn't help himself. I'm just gonna we're just gonna sidestep that one real quick. We're just gonna sidestep that one. But we got an amazing episode planned for you guys. So without further ado, before Burn makes another pun, let's just get to it. Alright, so what's we got this week, boys? Well, first <laughs> off, I just wanna tell you that uh if I was giving you a Yelp rating on your intro this week, you would get oh, zero geez. stars. It wasn't my fault, buddy. It wasn't my fault. It was your fault. It was your fault. I told you last night in our in our wonderful group <sighs> chat that all the boys here in the GC Chop Shop have that said, "No intro or we riot. Intro or we riot." <laughs> there was an I'm intro. Ra- there. Included I, with there the was an intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, look. Imagine if I had tried, and at that point where my throat was all like, it would have just been a mess. And you can't break rhythm when you do a cheesy intro. It would have just been horrifying. I mean, I prefer that would have been terrible. It's okay. It's okay. It could have been great. But unfortunately, Itachi, you have let us all down. You're a disappointment. Like I said, the intro for me was an 8 out of 10. An eight out See, of ten. See, he likes the simple. Oh. He likes the simple oh. intros. I like my things. No, no, I, I like, <laughs> I like the steady build to the big climax. You know, it's like boom. It's just so good when, whenever you get it right. <laughs> but when you get it wrong, damn, son. Look, some days you trip and fall, but, but in Burns' eyes this week, nailed it. 
<laughs> yeah. Some days you. Anyways, boys, almond joy. Uh, Bullet Sponge is not here today. Rest in peace, Bullet Sponge. Uh, he's, he's not. He's not guys. actually dead. He's not dead. Context. He's not dead. Okay. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, anyways, one thing that we were talking about this week in our group chat, and it sparked off a really good conversation, but of course then we were like, oh shit, we should probably save this for the pod, is we were talking about ROMs, emulators, mods, hacks, and what, what all sparked the it all. the legal things we did with counselors. Yeah. And what sparked it all was mm-hmm. uh, Bullet Sponge somehow, somewhere, found a Nintendo 64 in his house and was like... You know, WWF, no mercy, anyone. And then that, of course, got my mind of I am a huge retro collector and uh, big gamer. And WWF, no mercy is actually still being updated to this day in the ROMs and emulators world uh, using ROMs and emulators to the point where there are tons of great mods out there for modern day wrestling. There's a WWE NXT mod. Uh, a New Japan Pro Wrestling mod. I can only imagine that soon enough there's going to be an AEW uh, mod. Uh, but And then there's also a great mod out there called WCW Feel the Bang, which is... Whoa. Yeah, which is um, basically all those great WCW wrestlers that you guys remember as kids in the 90s implemented into WWF No Mercy. <laughs> So what I, what I wanted to talk to you guys about today was how do you guys feel about ROMs and emulators? Do you see it as like game theft or do you see it how I see it, which is game preservation? Because as great as the Nintendo eShop is and um, and how we're getting some like retro releases on console, we're never going to get the full lineup of games and let's just be real even as good of a and as big of a collector as i am i will never ever have an nes complete north american collection it's just not possible uh yeah i i have actually that's, met that's somebody who has an entire wii north american uh, collection and uh, and and i don't know why anybody would do that but How big he was did. the Wii's catalog? Though? I didn't think. Oh, it was it's. That large. Oh, it, it's it's massive. I mean, it's hundreds well, of titles. I didn't think the Wii North American. Yeah. I, so it's really really big because of all the shovelware that is out mm, there for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. We did so, get quite so, a few imports of hidden gems that a lot of people didn't know about either. A lot of people knew about the big titles, but there's one of those games. Yeah, exactly. That because that came out around the same time. Well, not not the same. That came out a little like after seven oh eight, some shit like. That. Yeah, it was like was during the Gears of War era, title. wasn't it? Yeah, Mad World was a slept on title because people for two reasons, right? One, it was completely in black and white, with the exception of when blood was shown. That was actually shown as right. Two, it was made mm-hmm. by a company that people were just now out of. Blood, um, very hardcore for Nintendo. Yeah, it was. I one think of yeah, that was a big thing. We we titles that was rated in. Right, because I there was like only like one or two M titles for GameCube, I believe, like all together. 
not. Um, there was a handful, but it was wasn't a, handful. a lot. Yeah, they were pretty much all made by either Suda Games or Capcom. Like for the most part, it yeah. was either Suda Games. I was or gonna Capcom say the the and ones think, that you like, can think of off the top of your head was like Resident, like Resident Evil. Uh, off the top of the head, they actually had two two Mortal Kombat games that I can remember because I own both of them. One being Deadly Alliance and then the other one being I want to say Deception. And those um, are both M titles. Yeah. And they are oh, both M titles. I mean, and of course Resident most... Evil 4, their big selling game, that was a rated M oh, for mature yeah, title. That was M. And then yep. I, I believe they even kept the M rating for the re-releases of uh, Resident Evil 1 on GameCube. Yep. Game. Yeah. yeah, you, you can't okay, water so yeah, down there, Resident there Evil without ruining it. Sorry, I, yeah. I'm I'm just like trying to remember. Like they threw like some Easter egg in the, on a GameCube game that was like basically like, see, we can make M titles for Nintendo. I I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Whole story on that. Anyways, yeah. uh, so where My- do you guys stand on uh, ROMs and emulators and you know? kind of going back and keeping full collections of games because uh, I I know that I have a lot out there. I, I use emulators all the time. I play a game from called Tecmo Super Bowl, which is also another cult classic, and I play that online fairly competitively, uh, even to this day, uh, with updated rosters of, you know, and current NFL teams. So where, where are you mm-hmm. guys on, on that? On it. I feel ROMs and emulators are actually important. I feel that so a lot of people that are into digital game game, right? What they don't realize is most of these games are just emulators placed into a store that you can download and play. Now with modern gaming and everything like that, of course there are larger sizes and everything like that. Like upcoming Final Fantasy 7 release is going to be over 100 gig. But if you have the emulator for the Final Fantasy That's 7... That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Call of Duty also, <laughs> but just semantics, right? Right. The Final Fantasy 7 for the PS... for the PS1, you have that emulator, you're still looking at a game that's, uh... fuck, 10 gigs or some shit like that? For... Just for a PS1 game. Final Fantasy 7? Yeah. For, so, for, for, well, everything, well, well, for everything. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was that big because the Nintendo game, they did a different Nintendo game, they did a test where one full Mario game was the equivalent of a photo you take on your phone now. So no, I would I say do. that part but of the Nintendo. reason that uh I do know that part of the reason that Final Fantasy 7 was never a N64 release is because it was just too damn big for the N64. There was no N64 cartridge that could even come close to handling it. I mean, Final Fantasy VII was put on this. Was put on three CD three. Yeah, three CD ROMs. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the fourth was like a special disc. Eight was four, and I want to say. But I'm actually looking it up right now. I know it's a big. Yeah, see what the oh, max. It, I mean, for, see what the max size it, is because I don't. We're, we're, I mean, all the Final Fantasy PlayStation I might be games. Wrong. 
with all the Final Fantasy PlayStation games are like massive for their time, and they all okay. you know yeah. totally push the limits of what a PlayStation was could do. <laughs> it was two games. Two gigs? That's still yep. really, yeah, really that big sounds about right. for that Although, time. For the time. This one by itself was over yeah. 500 meg. I mean, two gigs for a modern game, that's a budget title. <laughs> right. But it's uh, low budget as fuck. But for a PS1 yeah. game, you have two gigs that you have to download to your computer. And then you have to have the right system to actually play it. Right. So the reason I feel the way I do about emulators is I feel that a lot of these companies that are putting on these digital titles are ripping off a lot of people for old games. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do I need to pay $20 for Final Fantasy 7 when I could just as easily buy, if you still have your old consoles, like I still have all, every PlayStation I've ever owned, I still have every Sega system I ever owned, I still have, I still have my, still have my GameCube, I still have my Wii, I still have my Wii U, I still have my N64. I can easy, just easily go out and buy one of these games for like three to five bucks. That, and that's true. Yeah. And I think the other nice part about emulators is, uh, do you guys remember those loading screens on your like PlayStation One games? They're brutal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, brutal. Guess what emulators takes out of the mix, buddy? <laughs> Yeah. So, like yeah. a <laughs> and and this actually like kind of drove me a little crazy. Speaking of loading screens, is uh, I because the Fable series got put onto uh, Xbox Game Pass, and right. they they had the updated version of Fable, like mm-hmm. for Fable One, but somehow for some reason, and I don't know why, they kept all the loading screens from Xbox One and it drove me bonkers to the point where I just stopped playing the game. It was just like, it was just so awful. Maybe they were going for 100% authenticity. (laughs) I guess. But that's the thing about the ROMing community. You don't need 100% authenticity when it comes to all the loading. You can bypass a lot of that (laughs) shit via code. Right. right. And, um, and, and and not just that, it's also like it was it was like basically it felt like it was on speed of if I just took my Fable One disc and threw it into my Xbox. Into my right. original, you know, gigantic black mm-hmm. Xbox. <laughs> and the whole point of a lot of people getting ROMs and emulators is they want to be able to play the game but at updates slightly up. Right. right and 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 also yep. like it's also very nice like with my computer that you know I don't have to bust out a CRT television to run it correctly I can upscale everything mm. right on my computer <laughs> um and you know and like and we were just talking about this right before we came on Nintendo cr- and and part of me almost thinks that Nintendo did it intentionally of oh, when they re- yeah. when when they released the the mini consoles, they knew exactly what they were doing because any anybody literally any person could get in there and mod your own mini without bricking it, <laughs> you know, and oh, put yeah. on basically any ROM title that you wanted. So part of me thinks that Nintendo knew exactly what they were doing 
when they released this console. You know, because there's no way that they could have like right. I I mean, and it's a great emulator. It, you know, there's I have I have uh, multiple uh, modded uh, mini systems from Nintendo, and they work fantastic. So, so here's the trade-off that I feel happens with 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 ROMs, and, and as we were talking about it, you know, it makes me think that it's a more conscious thing that the big, uh, mainly console systems are are doing, kind of like in the subtlety of things. So with Nintendo, they released their system, and and just like King Rufus said, there's no way they didn't know what people were going to ultimately do with the with the system. There's just absolutely right. no way. Um, so they come out with this nice, pretty much great emulator, and as as Bernie likes to say, they, they, they pretty much know how to finesse this. <laughs> yeah, they throw a few titles, but there's pretty much like here's your playground playing it. Now, what I think is this was a contingency that they were working on that they finally said, you know, all right, here's the finished product because the one thing that Nintendo doesn't like is people using their games their games without permission in like any well, any shape yeah. or, or form right and, and i totally was it a couple of years ago they sued somebody for making it emulator well they they were say it was nintendo was for the week now nintendo was going around a couple of years ago and shutting down a lot of big rom sites mm-hmm. so like snes 9c or 9x Right. So there was, there was, you know, ton. There were tons of them out there, and Nintendo was shutting down a lot of the big ones. Now, I think it's 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 like one of those things that, you know, if you really, you know, it's like when Pirate Bay got shut down. You remember that? Like, eh, probably seven or eight years ago. Like when Pirate Bay got shut down, how long did it take for another torrent to to pop up and and take its place? Less than five minutes. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah. not. Um, when it's they not set these big... sites up, they have like thirteen contingencies in place. As long as yeah. they can, as long as they can, you know, work from whatever hub they've set up, and their entire operation doesn't get shut down. They're, they're you know, they they have. And you know what would be funny? I'm willing to bet that some of the people that have these sites set up work directly for like like a smaller branch of like. The Nintendo or PlayStation or whatever. They're smaller, so they're abs- smaller person I, I, in the company. Doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it at all. Or if they're developers for other um, for companies, Rival- because because anybody who takes the time to set up a site like that obviously has a massive passion for video games. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know. You so, know who would make like, it killing if they actually got involved? Well, a little more involved with the wrong community. Sega. So, so Sega, Sega released the Genesis sold. Right, the Genesis sold. The the Genesis Mini sold pretty well. Wow. Um, yeah. Can you mod I didn't that? pick one up. What? You can. The Genesis Mini can be modded. Yeah, I, I I have seen guys mod it, but I don't think that it's nearly as simple it's not as enough to truly. Like, if you're one of those people that like to mod out systems and then have an array of different gaming companies on that system, it's not strong enough to do that. So you can't sit here and mod it out, put 
from Gen 1 to Gen 8 of gaming console on it, right? That, it takes a lot more work than ever. However, mm-hmm. you could just as easily put from Genesis generation back all those Sega titles on that system. Okay. The only one that truly yeah. fucked up what they did with the ROM and emulator side of the house is PlayStation. PlayStation rolled their shit out. That, well, that PlayStation Mini was just not good, but a lot of that also comes down to the game selection that they had on the PlayStation Mini. But and a lot of that isn't Sony's fault. A lot of it is how do you get licenses and for all these companies? So half of these the companies that make classic games for your older systems are defunct now. They're gone. Or yeah, <laughs> they're they're completely midway gone or. It, yeah, yeah, I was exactly. going to say, so, prime example, the issue now, obviously, that Nintendo like, has with a 64 emulator is a lot of their games were made by Midway or Rare. Guess what right. company's not in business? Rare. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and also, like, do you think that, and, like, whenever eventually that the N64 mini console, if they ever decide to do one, comes out, do you think they're really going to put Conker's Bad Fur Day on there? No. No. Nintendo There's not a chance in hell like a, that they a default, no. No. They, like, there's just, they there's not a like chance in hell that they company. put a game where there's a giant singing turd. <laughs> on, I on am a, poo. <laughs> but you also got to remember, people. most people's introduction to Conker wasn't even in his own game. It was in the fucking Diddy Kong Racing. That's right. They so did they put him assumed, in Diddy Kong Racing. So they because, assumed, oh, he's going to be this nice, friendly little, and then the very first like couple of lines in the game is him. Well, actually, in the development of Conker's Bad Fur Day, he was basically just supposed to be another middle-of-the-road character originally. And yeah. basically, like everybody at Rare was like, we've done this. We've done this a hundred times. Let's just let's just turn everything upside down and be like, what would we make if all this, if basically if Diddy Kong's world was flipped upside down, and what kind of fucked up shit can we come up with? Well, yeah, that's Conker's bad for a day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so I know earlier before we got into the segment, uh, King Rufus asked, "Do we think it's it's you know stealing and and mods? In my opinion, mods and hacks they're they're how they're done is you know somebody's know how, but I feel that they're completely different. Do I feel mods that keep old games alive are stealing? Um, no, absolutely not. And my reason behind that is because we're in a as time goes on, our generation." makes things obsolete a lot faster like a lot faster like already even with the ps4 as it's ending its current life cycle how many people probably still remember or even have or play the games from when it launched let alone remember what they are we're of that generation that we pay homage to classic titles to this day but younger generations that don't even know they exist they're attention span is no further than that title I shall not name <laughs> and, and games that you can just oh, okay. you know drop into and shoot people real quick and go on about their life so they don't they don't you know 
they don't know how to pay homage to the games that paved the way for the games that they're currently playing where with with mods and 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 all those additions and keeping certain games alive is pretty much what i think gave such great birth to the indie titles that are just paving the way in the current game industry because they're probably a lot of mod players and they're like okay this game died but it's such a gem it, it didn't get the love it deserved in its time because a lot of those games came out when video games were frowned upon so they didn't get the love and attention that they could get today but like burns said a lot of those companies are are defunct they're they're gone so there's never going to be a re-release or remake so that's where the mod community steps in and and you know they keep this game alive people are like yeah i remember this game and then you get some indie developers that are like well how can we make a current version of this without literally copying it and i think mods are a blueprint for a lot of indie games a company doing something similar to that Warframe. Both of you have either of you heard of that game? Oh yeah. I like Warframe. I you know Warframe's Warframe. a spiritual successor of a triple H. Really? Dark Which Sector. one? Dark Sector. Ooh. Oh, I remember it's Dark Sector. I remember Dark Sector. Yep. The company couldn't get Xbox to back the game. And they couldn't get PlayStation to back the game. The company that originally did it. They were about to go bankrupt, so they said, fuck it, we are going to release this game how we feel like releasing Dark Sector was originally supposed to be exactly in a Warframe. They couldn't figure out a way to make it multiplayer and single player and have those two match perfectly together, right? So they released Dark Sector. Dark Sector was praised for its single player mode, but hated for its multiplayer mode. They got lukewarm reviews despite the fact people Raise the single player, but that was at a time frame where multiplayer be- started becoming started becoming a niche for games that everybody needs. So what they did, they took the old net code from Dark Sector, reformatted it, and they made Warframe and up the graphics. Huh? They and I'm not gonna lie, video game. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Dark Dark Sector when I played it. Jeez, holy crap, I forgot about Dark Sector. I wish I still had it. The Dark Sector was yes. dark. I don't like think no I pun on the title, but it was a dark game. <laughs> it was a, no it was it was a it was a it was a it was a dark game, but it was fun and it was Rufus, is a game it was for you. definitely fresh. It's definitely a game for you. It's it's a game for me. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll it's probably definitely one of those I'll games pick it up. where I'll, I feel I'll like the, I have a really really good retro shop here in town. That pretty yeah. much, if they don't have it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't uh, exist, or, or it's you can like get it for the 360 or PS3. Okay, ah, that's easy. I can find. Yeah, yeah for me, it was the PS3. The and I have a I have a 360 in the house that's uh, bricked right now, as I told you guys a couple weeks ago. I mean, but you I've still have my the Xbox One, so it's okay. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, well, I have the Xbox One, but that that's a problem with the Xbox One is that it's not truly backwards compatible. <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. Shit. They have to yeah. I can't time. just so like that's probably like one of the worst things about the Xbox One is that I can't just throw a 360 game, any 360 game that I want, in there. So, nope. um, like if Xbox has decided to not put it on the store, or they can't put it on the store for one reason or another, like um, like NCAA football is just an easy example 
uh, because they they stopped those titles and they're not making any more after 2014. 14. Yeah, so NCAA 14 is if anybody out there has a copy of it for PS3 or Xbox 360, that's a seventy dollar game. Just throwing that out there. So hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the only sports game that's like it. worth any money. You know who that's does ever have been it created. between the four of us? I got and it. Streams it all the fucking time. Oh, Bullet Sponge. Yeah, Bullet streams it all the time. Yeah. Well, when you rush, yep. Yeah, and and there's some guys out there on YouTube and stuff who are still doing lots of cool stuff with the game. Um, and EA knows what they're doing with that game because those servers are still open uh, to up, download new rosters. <laughs> yep. So um, so yeah, but uh, mods are mods are very good in my, in my opinion. Same. Especially so since I, they don't force no people to update. Uh, right. Yeah. And so, and that's the other thing is like there are certain titles that you'll never get in the Nintendo eShop. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that any of the Ninja Turtle games are in there uh, for Super Nintendo. You sure. I'm, oh, I'm, Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. No, so there's it. a really, really good one for Super Nintendo uh, Turtles in Time. Um, yes. And I'm not sure that that's in there. And that's probably one of my favorite beat 'em ups um, ever, and one of my favorite. Uh, Super Nintendo titles. Um, but it's like those, you know, you'll never get those. You'll never get your WWF No Mercies, which somehow a wrestling game uh, is from the N64 era is still the best wrestling game that we've ever gotten. <laughs> Years later, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, WWE hasn't seemed to make like a good wrestling game in probably... 10 years <laughs> or more um, basically this whole this whole generation they got rid of smack basically so once they got rid of the raw versus smackdown series the whole yeah they they they've just gone through like developers like no problem and the games are always just buggy as hell wwe 2k20 uh i know bullet sponge bought it and <laughs> poor guy Sorry, I uh, you know, like, so like, <laughs> but he bought it knowing that it was a terrible game. <laughs> no, he pre-ordered it. That's right. the thing. He pre-ordered the game. I mean, we all had the conversation with him. Hey, you sure you want to do that shit after 2K19? Right. And like, and I knew that it was going to be bad because even like a uh, Den Cops on YouTube who stream or who plays a lot of WWE 2K. He got early access to the game and you know like 2K flew him out to have him test the game and then he came back and gave his initial review after they flew him out and he still buried the game before it came out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I so mean, that's how hey, at least he wasn't bought. No, he wasn't it's bought, true. and I, I I really respect that, you know, of a guy who's... He's probably the biggest WWE 2K person on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he makes a ton... Or was making a ton of videos, but he pretty much stopped playing 2K20 shortly after it came out because it was just a buggy mess, so, and it's, it's yeah. still a buggy mess right now, like six months later, <laughs> to so, the point where there's... There's a good chance that they're not going to make 2K21. I can believe it. <laughs> Who do you guys or rename it? Probably is the best company when it comes in terms of how 
easy their games are tomorrow. Well, to get into Raw. Well, my vote I, is Capcom because Capcom, a lot of their emulators, I think they have like a five to ten year span window before they just publicly release it. Okay, you know, so and there's an example the CPS. I mean, obviously, like. Three. I think the most modded game of all time, I mean, PC games are obviously the easiest to mod, because um, you can, I mean, you can basically mod those in real time. There are people that, you know, yeah. basically as soon as Red Dead came out for PC, the mods started coming days, not not even weeks later, days later, to the point where the mods, the mods are coming, the mods are coming. You know, it's like, <laughs> and, really? and, and a lot of them are just kind of goofy <laughs> stuff. You know, like where you can put uh, a whole bunch of, you know, basically you can take whatever NPCs and you can drop them pretty much anywhere and, you know, set them up to fight however you want. I was watching a couple of those yesterday where a guy was uh, reenacting the Civil War in Red Dead 2. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Good so that grief. Was, yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean that's why hey, Skyrim man, has you... lived so long is is because yes. because of the mod community. Like every release that comes out right now is literally the mod community it, on Steam. Just new mod this, new mod that, and that's the only reason. Like Skyrim is just has lived. I was gonna say is it so Skyrim long long because of right. and GTA the 5 mod community has like a crazy mod community to the point where they just like started just updating the game and upscaling it and doing stuff like that to to keep it looking fresh (laughs) yeah yeah and and rockstar is cool because it's literally a sandbox game they're like hey you know do what you want so that was the next company i was gonna say really good about it with the exception of the fact that their shit is massive Rockstar's really lenient on people just fucking modding their shit for the most part. Or, you know, granted, there's certain times they're like, nah, fuck out of here. You're not doing this. (laughs) And then they file a lawsuit. But for the most part, like, yeah, I've seen some. You want to add a jetpack to my GTA 4? Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen some weird GTA 5 mods. Like, I saw one where a guy was dropping in uh, skins from... Because somehow they got him to drop in skins from, like, one of the early WWE 2K titles, and this guy was playing as, like, John Cena and CM Punk and The Rock instead of, like, Trevor and Franklin. (laughs) It's like, why do you do that? I don't know. I did... I saw the Mario Kart mod. That one was really funny for GTA V. saw a guy in the whole... Yeah, the, I saw a guy in a Hulkbuster suit one time. Like, where? Yeah, I think I've seen that one. They had a Hulk <laughs> one time, just running around punching people. I saw the Naruto mod where somebody was running around in Sasuke. Oh. I saw the San Andreas mod, actually. That was the one that fucking made me die laughing. You played San CJ San from fucking Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and Grand yes. Theft Auto 5. 
which is that that, that that's amazing stuff like like the, that's what makes these mods so cool i mean completely far Bless from you. completely far from uh like hacking and stuff because hacking is literally you're 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 trying to get something for free mods they're they're adding to a game completely free they're not for the most part they're not making money off of it and you know they're doing they're it because they enjoy harm. the game they're because it's fun I mean, most of them are just yeah guys who are passionate about the game who want to yeah. improve it Do or something new with or just put some silly shit into it yeah exactly and uh yeah i feel i feel that my communities are are really 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 uh really good i at as time goes i feel they're more necessary um because especially with all the games trying to go pure online you, you need something that you know keeps keeps it interesting for for your casual casual players uh but like I before we go on taking silent hill and upping the shit out of that one day see i would love to see well, that they've already done mods for side they've already done for silent hill they have but i'm saying like a complete overhaul like Doing what Hideo Kojima was originally intending to do with Silent Hill with Norman Reedus, and they take that whole concept and they just say, "Fuck it, here you go, for freezes." I mean, yeah, there's a lot of special successors to the uh, playable teaser. It's just, it, it's just we will never know because we will always be yearning for the game that never will be that should have been yeah so that sucks but we're gonna take a break really really quick guys (laughs) so don't go anywhere we will be right back after the break all right and we are back so what what we got up next guys what's uh what's on our little our little outline here we're actually trying to stick to it (laughs) sticking to the outline this week damn it Good old I scared my oh, dog yeah. all my horror movie fans. <laughs> so, so, so yes. tell me about this. So, a Borderlands movie, eh? Oh boy. For those of you that don't know who Eli Roth is, if you've ever watched the movie Hostel or Hostel Two, or um, what is it? Green something cannibals? Basically, anything that deals with fucked up dismemberment, Eli Roth has a hand, right? Also, for you Quentin Tarantino fans, have you ever seen Inglorious Bastards? The Bear Jew. That's Eli Roth. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right, Eli Roth, my boy. I mean, yeah, um, so so pretty so pretty much a lot of a lot of people should know who who Oh yeah, this, you know who he is. You just probably don't everybody, know who he is. Everybody knows who he is, kinda. You've seen his stuff, but maybe you just don't know don't know the name. There's name. So he is going to team up with Craig Mazin, the writer for Chernobyl on HBO. If you haven't watched that show, it's actually simply fucking amazing. But them two together are coming up with a Borderlands movie. Now, for those of you that are wondering how the fuck that's going to work out and how that would be, Ellie Roth is very well known for how he portrays his character and how he has his movies work out. Him taking the concept of Borderlands 1's characters, so Roland, Lilith, Mordecai, and I the fuck Brick. There it is. Brick. I couldn't think of Brick's name. So. <laughs> <laughs> taking that concept and having them run around Pandora 
I feel like it will work for him as long as he puts an actual central villain and doesn't make it like yeah. our Borderlands one, which is kind of like we're vault thieves. Eh. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> like you have to put in a handsome Jack-like character for them to actually have some kind of claim to dealing with this. Right? I mean, and anytime that you know, I'm always worried about video game movies in general. Because uh, <laughs> 90% just, of the time they fucking suck. Right, just because, you know, history has shown us uh, that they are not good. <laughs> you know, Street Fighter the yeah. movie, Mortal Kombat, Which Annihilation. One? Which uh, one? <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, Everybody was on coke uh, for that one, I'm sure. But hey, uh, but well, John every- John Leguizamo has actually said that just to get through making that movie, that everybody on that set was fucking hammered the majority yeah. of the time. Him and Bob Haskins, yeah, <laughs> just just fucked up the whole time. Oh, because there was, you know, like to the point where, um, oh, what was the guy that played Mario's name in that? Oh, Bob Haskins. Yeah, so Bob Haskins actually broke his hand on the set of that movie because he was so fucked up in driving a car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no, he because they just so knew before was that, he that, died. He I mean, they changed how much he hated like, that four times uh, yeah. to the point where, and that movie was so bad that the husband and wife team that actually directed it have yet to direct another Hollywood major motion picture ever again. Really. Yes, not they, they, they got the blacklist. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, when a, when a movie ruins your career. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. that movie ruined their career. I believe it. So, because they, they have like a, the funny a thing massive about budget. Is, but, anyways, continue. Burn. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's bad. The director for Super Mario Brothers. Want to know what other little gem he made? What? Dead or Alive? The movie. Ooh. Oh, no, no. Wrong, day. wrong DOA. Never mind. Eh, my fault. I was about to say, that's bad. Say that's... Your track record is two video game movies of that bad. Oh, shit. I mean, I what? do have a special place in my heart for Street Fighter the movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Because he was on Coke? Same. I mean, I... He was... The it's only credit minus I give the, the terrible Shoryukens is Raul. Oh, that was like one of his last performances, and he was probably the only good thing about that fucking movie. I I like the part where uh, Jean Claude Van Damme is like, "Hey Bison, I got something for you," and then like gives him a big <laughs> up yours. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, with with the American flag tattoo, and he's like flexing him, like yeah, I it, with with a clear like accent that he did not try and hide the entire movie nope. like and you're like and you're supposed to be guile like the american hero the, the like, epitome yeah. of american <laughs> dream american of american hero. dreams in video games right right but no you know no. that's a conversation we could have for like like next time it's like we all, everyone we get to play these supposed to be authentic american heroes that are <laughs> no way american uh, so <laughs> but we'll save that for another time i was gonna say i have a fucking list of goddamn people oh <laughs> also uh, those people that are 
white but are really supposed to play an Asian character. We're not gonna go there. Oh, right. Well, there's some interesting stuff I think I know with that, 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 I, that I recently learned about why th- some of that happens. Uh, Ghost in the Shell would make sense. So, uh, Ghost in the Shell was the one that made sense. Well, the one that I recently learned was uh, the monk in Doctor Strange, the Celtic woman. The, mm-hmm. So they made her a Celtic female. That the Chinese government actually made Marvel change that. Otherwise, they weren't going to yes. release the movie because yep. the monk was originally supposed to be Tibetan, and China and Tibet exactly—they're uh, not exactly on the best terms. Yeah. Never been on so, terms. <laughs> so Marvel was yeah. like, "Well, we don't want to lose the Chinese market because it's the second largest market outside the U.S. for films." She's a Celtic monk. So we'll change it. There we go. Yep. Problem solved. We'll, Boom. Everybody's yeah. happy. Yep. Yep. We'll just yeah, make really, her a white female. Asia lost <laughs> a fucking shit. But not the point. <laughs> we'll just make her a nice white lady. I mean, let's Balls let's 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 be let's be completely honest here. Especially with movies and stuff, you're not gonna make you know everybody happy. Someone somewhere is gonna get offended over uh, a little thing, um, but. I guess in the I'm case example. of choosing the lesser evil, that that was that's what they could do. That was the best they could do. Oh, I, I know that their hands were completely tied because you can't you can't go to your shareholders and say we're not going to release this movie in China because of yeah, this one character. That yep. there is there is not a shareholder of Disney on the planet Earth that. A, that wouldn't say no. You're gonna change that motherfucking character, whether you want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> I got my money in this. What's wrong with but you? You also gotta take into consideration, and y'all know me. I'm a huge comic book nerd. I love my comics, everything else. Comic book community can go one of two ways when it comes to movie reviews. They can be really positive. They can go down the deep dark black hole. It's called uh, the bits. Right. Right. And, but that's so when the any... comic book community found out about that, they lost their shit. Another right. example of the time the comic book community lost their shit for no fucking reason. I don't know. What the fuck are you called? Iron Fist. My fault. Danny Rand's cast. They're like, oh, y'all being racist. Why the fuck didn't y'all make them Asian? People that aren't truly hardcore comic book fans. They're like, um, Danny Rand's always been a white guy from Queens that ended up flying to a mystical place in heaven and learned martial arts because his parents died. Oopsies. Sorry they actually went accurate with the character. No, I mean... (laughs) But any any video game or uh, comic book tie-in, the writer's gonna have to take serious liberties with the story because you only have so much time. It's just like if they were to ever yeah. make like a Dragon Ball movie and they wanted to keep it true, nope. it, it, nope. it wouldn't be Don't possible. Do that shit. There's, Don't there's you do that two, shit. Nope. No, but I'm just saying it wouldn't be possible because there's just you need 20 two, movies to make it right. Right. Exactly. You need you need 20 movies and a billion go. dollars. And yep. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody trying it to. It would be its own cinematic. It would have to be one its own cinematic universe. It would and be. That's right. just. And I think that's not plausible. even just a, lo- a little bit, even though I wouldn't say Dragon Ball is niche, it's a little bit, it's still a little bit niche to the point where 
you're not going to get the same crowd that you get for the Marvel movies to a Dragon right. Ball movie. You know, yeah, I do it know, must be realistic. The casting would be. I mean, right. just the Dragon Ball art. Right. Like, I, my I mom goes to see the Marvel movies. My my 64-year-old mother is not going to go see a Dragon Ball movie. Dragon like, Ball movie. <laughs> I mean, let's face facts. The last time and, I did a Dragon I mean, Ball movie, and, some white kid played Goku, and his hair was spiky, and he was in high school. And Team Four which Star is gonna, which brings me up time uh, regarding. Hey, man. Uh, another point on that. The, the, no, don't you, dare, don't you dare finish that. that. Get my money back. <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> finish that. <laughs> but let's be, real, let's be real. Yeah, I hope you listen guys to this podcast. I actually have a, a couple copies of it on DVD. So and I'm going to send them to you guys here in the mail. Just uh, just so oh, that way you guys no. have Itachi, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Evolution? Hell no. I didn't subject myself to that. I know what movies to avoid. Okay. So I just wanted to ask to clarify to make sure. That I wasn't the only one to torture myself. Oh, right. I I saw no, it. I, I, I didn't saw, watch that. I I I watched it. I hated it. Hated every second okay. of its like hour and twenty three minutes. Fuck you, Charlie. I hope you listen to this really podcast. Short. Just this one specifically. Fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> I, I'm you just gonna say did. this in a nutshell. <laughs> Dragon Ball can never be made into a movie for several reasons. A lot of which people glaze over and just potentially try to ignore. Dragon Ball. If made into a movie, no matter what, would be racist. It would be. <laughs> racist oh. fuck. General Black. Because, <laughs> because one. And Mr. Popo. One and Mr. Popo. Wait, Mr. Popo's one, a racist character? <laughs> no, no. What would happen is they wouldn't think to do computer animated. They'd go get the darkest motherfucker they could find. <laughs> fucking puff up his lips, turn him red, and say, Popo! Here you go, it's Mr. Popo! But not even yep. that. Even if they, for some reason, omitted him from the, which we already called the Cinematic Universe of Dragon Ball, just the main characters themselves would piss someone off. Because technically... The Saiyans don't fall in an, into any human race category. So who yeah, do you get to play based them off of Dragon Ball, that you, you don't piss off? You can't use that because if we're using it based off of Dragon Ball, we didn't know that little motherfucker was an alien yet. Yeah. We just assumed okay. but he was some but we know. special person <laughs> that could into a giant gorilla. But also, like to my knowledge, there's not any black Dragon Ball characters. Yes, there is. General Black. <laughs> he's going back oh. to General Black, <laughs> but he's not yeah, wrong. Okay, General Black. Gen- General so Black. His name was Dragon literally Ball. General Black. <laughs> they would he's have like to skip Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball is. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say they got to skip Dragon Ball. Second leader of the Red Oh, Army. yep. His oh. name was General Black. Yeah, he's as big as a motherfucker. Yeah, he was yeah. Dark. Yeah. like he's wearing black. Bad. Like yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I didn't. I. I. I don't go back and watch Dragon Ball, <clears throat> just For based on the reason. cringe factor. <laughs> so just based on the cringe factor. So Japan they would have to see Dragon Ball. Was a perfect. very different place, I think, than what it is now. Like, <laughs> well, they yeah, the they were well, they, they were influenced. Best. Yeah, the British series touches they were influenced in the words of Piccolo. Piccolo was like, hey. Can we talk about how the Namekians and Mr. Popo and fucking 
General Black all look like. And they like kind of smooth over it. He's like, no, seriously, let's have this conversation. Because oh, no. I should feel a way about this. Because if you look at Mr. Yeah. Popo's design, he is a combination of what ancient Hindu designed jinns to be, because that's what Mr. Popo really is. He's a jinn. But at the same time, they took the character caricature of blackface and depiction of blackface in early forms of meat. Right? Japan is the most progressive and recessive c- country in the world. Right? Certain aspects, super progressive. Other aspects, not so much. Right. I mean, it was like in, in Pokemon as well, like the original Jinx. Uh, the original <laughs> look of Jinx. Jeez. <laughs> oh shit, I should not laugh. Yeah, it, like, you know, and, and I know that Pokemon has had to go back and look at a couple characters over there. Time for uh, yeah. some of their questionable calls. Um, yeah, but let's uh, let's keep it moving here. Devil May Cry 3, Mega Man Zero coming to uh, Nintendo eShop uh, by the end of the Woo. month. Nintendo eShop. I know a That's lot of people cool. are probably thinking, they're like, oh my gosh, they're like, why are these older games coming out? I, it's, it, to me, I think that's great because some finesse. games to have on the road would be amazing. And Devil, Devil May Cry is one of them. Now, my only concern about Devil May Cry being on the Switch is just the amount of button inputs. Can those controllers handle that? Like, I feel like you need a pro controller if you're going to play Devil yeah, May Cry. Yeah, you do too. That's like a lot. That's a lot of button the, mashing. To that's a lot of button mashing. I feel you can't use the joint for that game. It's either no. gonna be a pro controller or you have to have it in the dock. Not you can't put it in the dock. You have to play it. In. You think you can play that? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like I feel like my hands. You can try. You can try. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun times, all sarcasm, but Mm. you can still try, right? But I do agree, it needs to be a pro controller to actually play that. Mega Man, eh, you got a little more leeway. Especially with your older Mega Man titles, I mean, they're pretty much just two button games. For, for the most part, you know, yeah. are two button games, but still two button well, games. I get it. Yeah, they, they are two button games. <laughs> so, so the like, Zero can, series, <clears throat> like yeah. the only the only thing I don't like about sometimes playing those games handheld. Now, the switch is a lot better just because it's a bigger screen. But like when they were when the virtual console was still a thing for the 3DS, <laughs> well, it still is, but you know you can just hold on to your titles but um like if you're playing some games on there like if you're trying to play punch out it's almost impossible because the, you know your your characters are just way too small for the precision timing that's that's required <laughs> but yeah for a lot the, of your the, platformers the, and the stuff sp- I, you can you can do it yeah yeah and some of the games that they're getting <clears throat> do work pretty well like uh when they released the resident evils i thought that was pretty cool i was like you know if i'm on a plane i can get my my resident evil 4 on i'm totally for that and you know if i 
feel like humping my, you know, pro controller in my my carry on. Yeah, you know, I got I can easily set it up and sit there and, and play my my devil may cry. Why is burn shaking? You know what you said. Humping. Oh, <laughs> literally. You oh want to hump God. your pro like, controller? You could have said, <laughs> you said something else. Literally. I just. You, there are so many better. Oh, my gosh. I can't with you Itachi's guys. Got, I swear. Uh, some Marvin Gaye going on with his uh, pro controller. I've been feeling fine, baby. I mean, Ooh. literally two different <laughs> contexts I wasn't gonna say here. Shit. I you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I, no, because nah, you because felt guilty. You weren't gonna stop shaking your head. He knew. He knew if he kept shaking his head, nah, I was gonna be like, dressing. "Why are you shaking your I head?" Because he kept looking at me. He kept shaking his head. It was like a good sixty seconds of him just shaking, shaking his head. So I'm like, "What? What did I say now? <laughs> what did I say?" But so anyway, you think those on the, will be, on the uh, both both things that you pick up for your Switch or yay or nay? You think you'll pick it up? I would probably get the Devil May Cry for the Switch because I already have a Pro Controller, I'm, so I know I could you know abuse the shit out I have of Devil uh, May Cry for out of Devil May Cry already. Um, Mega Man Zero, I'm getting on the PlayStation. The only okay. reason I'm getting on the PlayStation is because I have all the other games on the PlayStation. Got I'm really weird about that shit with titles. Where if they're similar genres, I will not. Well, not. I, I completely understand that. Uh, I'm I'm pretty much the same way. It's like, like, and sometimes like, you know, I, I know we're gonna touch on it here in a minute, but it, I think a lot of that just has to do with accidental brand loyalty. <laughs> like you, mm. you start, like you, you know, for for most people, they're only gonna buy one console of a generation. They're not gonna buy a Xbox One and a PS4. Like, that's just not a thing for a lot of people. I would say most of your casual yeah. gamers. You know what? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, can I mean, do it even now I faded out of that. At, at the end of its life cycle, yeah, I can go out and buy a PS4 right now for next to nothing. But why would I do that when the PS4 is? You know, nearly done. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 life cycle is is com- complete. <clears throat> and yeah, with the but, PS5, which is good because it's kind of leads cycles, right though, into most the next gaming thing. life cycles, even though the new console releases, doesn't necessarily mean it ends like right then and there. Like, look at the, well, it's the, the, it's the community oh, that's I, carrying I mean, it. It's the, the community, you know, like, and you know, like the Xbox 360 is still active i mean it's it's still there like you know xbox hasn't ended total support for that well, like what i mean is are games still being released for you, right i think there's a so, few things that might have been s- still coming out but uh most no? of the things for three six like three six okay because like of the i know ps2 pretty much had the longest just... life cycle technically yeah. from like end to end like yeah you know, like the last well, what, the PS2 game was, had its last 2015, wasn't it? Something like that. Last game like released 2015. Last online server was dropped in like 2017, 2018. Yeah, I think it was like Pro Evolution Soccer was like the very last yeah. game, whatever year of Pro Evolution. Either that or a Madden. I can't remember. It was one of those two, but it was a sports. Game. 
Right. Or, well, most of those um, are just the same game year over year anyways, so it's not hard to develop for that. <laughs> but I can foresee, like, say, for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Well, more so the Xbox One, right? Xbox Series X already stated, hey, we're not going to have any exclusives for the Xbox One. Well, Xbox Series X. Anything that's exclusive is going to be exclusive to the Xbox One. So you can get it on a system. So I see the Xbox One still being of use for at least a good three years before they stop making games work really just deal with Well, I don't know that I'm going to buy either console day one. Just because, I mean, until I get like a solid games list of what's coming out day one, if there's nothing right. that I truly want to play, I'm going to wait six months for that console to come down $75 well, to $100. With the Series X, how they're saying it, there's really no point in getting that. I mean, I don't Other think Other than that graphics. As, you know, like I play my Xbox One every night. It's fine, but... I bought it solely because I wanted, I had such a good time with the 360. I love the 360. I felt like this 360 had a really, really good collection. Sure, there was a couple titles that we didn't, that were PlayStation exclusives that I would have loved to have played, like games like Heavy Rain. Like, I think I, I stole Burns uh, PS3 for like multiple nights when we were in Japan. You did. Just, yeah, just, you did. Just so I could play through Heavy Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was about a good that. game. Uh, yeah, it was like. You even took the CV, didn't you? Yeah, I took yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I can't um, give this back yet. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, shit, like I told you then, I was fine with it. I was probably right. Dude, it was a good ass game, but but like I remember PS5, like when you guys brought they're that, they're making it. I was like, I was obsessed with that one. I was like, fuck. Oh, you were with me when I bought it too. That's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, that was we in bought Singapore. it in Singapore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, say for instance, PS Five. PS Five said they're gonna have exclusives to their system. They haven't announced what. So I can foresee that people buying it day one for those set exclusives. But the only way I see that console, either console actually selling a lot day one or will first like interval is if they actually have those exclusives, right? If I can get a PS4 game on the PS5, I'm, I don't care, right? If they're like, oh, we're putting The Last of Us on PS5, I don't care. Like, I, I think like PS4. if there's anything that we've learned from this cycle of games is the first or th this past set of consoles the first six months to a year are almost all re-releases of other games like uh, like the the switches when the switch launched half those titles were already out on the wii u now nobody bought a wii u so they were new to a lot of people yeah. but <laughs> yeah true mario you kart know, 8 Right, but they were charging. <laughs> then it became but deluxe. Nintendo, yeah, yeah, it became uh, Donkey Kong was another, another one of those. But they were charging full prices, not budget title prices, for yeah, as, as re-releases. Yeah, uh, GTA Five. Yeah, was was very soon after launch, and they really didn't do much to the game. You could go into first person. Do you really want to go into first person uh, Grand Theft Auto game? 
not unless you're looking for Easter eggs. It's like who uses right. the first person in Red Dead Redemption? I rarely use it. Um, I, I did don't. see a guy sniping. I, think I did see a guy. It. What? I think for sniping, that's the only time. I yeah, remember. I mean that, or if you're just like looking for Easter eggs because they threw a ton of shit in those games um, everywhere. I did see a guy online who beat the entire game in first person mode, and honestly, it was nauseating. I believe it. It was truly nauseating to to like watch. I could only watch a few minutes of it as at a time, but I do know that he did the whole thing in first person. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, with no HUD. With certain no HUD games yeah. with 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 first person probably only work. And since we now know we have the capability, VR. And I would say Red Dead is one of them. Like if re, if if you know on PC or even in future gen consoles, Red Dead got VR capability. Then then obviously first person would be relevant because you're you know placing yourself in the in the wild wild west, kind of like No Man's Sky. If I played No Man's Sky on screen I'm in third person the whole time uh, I did play it in first person when it first came out because I think that was the only option then it was um, it was, it was yeah. originally supposed to be a first person game like that's what yeah that was the idea but, but I feel now like you know it's, the only title that should so. be first person is basically just true shooters like if I agree. it's yeah. If, if it's not like a a true shooter, then what's the point? Yeah, well, you know what? Exactly. Game I still to this day I've avoided playing person. Resident Evil Seven. Really? Can't do it. Yeah, no, can't do it. Now that one actually works. That one actually worked because they implement I'm, the first okay, person. I guess shooter. horror titles would well. also go into that shooters <clears throat> horror titles because. You know, I do love a good jump scare. <laughs> I love a jump scare, but I don't know why, but Resident Evil 7, playing that made me nauseous, and nauseous, and then trying not to shit yourself from a jump scare, just doesn't work that way. Not well for me. Well, I guess because, well, for them, the reason they did it is because it has VR capability. Right. So, or it, what game um, were you playing in first person? Itachi, Evil did you play two, right? Resident Evil 7 in VR? Yes. Did you pee yourself? It's freaking. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Not a little bit. I had a whole goddamn old bucket. I I, 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 I lost it. I I don't know if you played it on stream or not. I don't know if you played it in first person on stream or not. I played a little bit. I played a little bit of it uh, last year, uh, around October on stream. And... You know, it's yeah, it, you could tell they were still experimenting with the VR. It's it's got a little bit of like fuzziness to it, and I know as time goes on, they hopefully with Resident Evil Eight they'll improve on it because you know through the rumor mill it seems like they want to stick to that mechanic going forward. Um, which I'm totally for. I'm totally for it. Like the scariest shit would be if like a mod came out for Resident Evil Two to be VR. That shit, shit would be scary. That. That'd be great <laughs> when you see you shit yourself. Yeah, that, that'd, that'd be a scary, scary fucking game. Oh my pants! <laughs> Yo, yeah, exactly. The dark ass <laughs> corridors, and then you walk in thinking you're safe, or the liquors they just come running at you, like and you're winding God, down the hall, and, and here comes Mr. X whipping a corner. You have VR on. Exactly. 
Exactly. You're sitting there running forward, looking over your shoulder, and then you turn around, smack right into Mr. X. <laughs> <In my dress! laughs> oh, you're done. You're done, son. And and Resident Evil 7, they went easy on us. I'm not gonna lie, they went easy on you with having one enemy character type. Still intimidating, still scary. But they could have right. if they wanted to. I think they were just trying to avoid lawsuits of heart attacks. <laughs> so they were like, you know what? We're not going to throw everything we know we can throw into this game. We're going to experiment. It was well received. And now and they're probably like, okay, we got you. Yeah. So, you know, once they implemented with VR's like zombies and it can be done because the VR, yes, it's still a niche thing, but it's getting improved on quite a lot. Right, like so. you know, I've I've only done you know bits and pieces in in VR right now. Like you know, I don't own a VR headset of any any type, but I think in this next generation of consoles, it's almost going to be. Do you think it'll be a pack-in? Or I think uh, so. I, I I think I think what a lot of the developers are only scared to do VR because as far as they're concerned, there's no money to be made into it. And for the most part, they're looking at it like, well, there's not a lot of people that own own VR on console. Right. Because there's only one console that has the legit <laughs> VR. Like nobody really counts the switch. In fact, a lot of people forget the switch has the VR box. Nobody uses it. Oh shit! I forgot about the VR box. Exactly. Really? That, yeah, that, exactly. People don't use it. Breaking news to me. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, because um, it released it, it, this it, VR cardboard-looking fucking box, thing, right? People made like Google, fun of Nintendo like, for it, and I was like, "Oh shit! I forgot about you." Yeah, you put your, you literally put your Switch in the box, and I'm like, you're you're literally wearing your whole console on your face. I don't think people like that. So, mm-hmm. so they're like, yo, what if the cardboard gets worn down and then that's oof, it just like, falls off your face to the floor that's and then like it's over. The VR headsets that are made for your cell phone. Like, that's not fucking VR. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're just wearing like, your phone on your face. Like, like some guy when it first at, came out, it was cool. Yeah. Some guy at work brought in like a the VR headset for Android. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I have one, <laughs> and that's just because I bought the S nine. Okay. Or the S, whichever, whichever phone that Samsung released that gave it to you. For oh, like, okay. So whichever it just one gave it was, me a headache. Like it gave me a serious headache and made me dizzy after just like you know three or four minutes of. You know, my eyeball is getting burned out by the cell f- the cell phones. And I think that's a that's a thing. A lot of people they get like easy motion sickness. It's something you have to slowly grow accustomed to. And what I would suggest to people, like if you're thinking about getting in VR, I would say watch something that is not VR in VR. Like watch a movie in VR, so you get used <laughs> to the screen scope and. I'm not even going to ask him. I'm just going to keep going. I, I know exactly I why Bird is laughing. I know. It, I know. I know. I know why. why if, if you and don't I'm know sure why, some of our... just uh, send me a direct Hello. message and I will uh, be yeah, happy to explain to the wonderful to mind of me. <laughs> our, our listeners hey, pretty works. much have Bird uh, figured watch out. Watch Lion King in VR, okay? Just watch Lion King in VR. You'll be all right. 
Yeah, you know, just watch something on, on in scope and then slowly experiment with other things. Don't dive into uh, like full blown action games and don't dive into you know the full immersive VR experience. Just just slowly get your brain and eyes accustomed to it. And I'm gonna get off this topic before Burn over there blows a gasket because he he is trying so hard right now not to to blurt something out so <laughs> but that's fine because because we're actually we're actually pegged for the for the end of the uh the end of the episode <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sit on that one buddy you're gonna have to sit on that what one what the fuck save it for the premium homie don't say, say hey go save it all for the premium okay peg and sit on no fuck no Ain't nobody paying me. What the heck? <laughs> oh, Those Jesus. were so far apart in the sentence. <laughs> Why? Why did you put them together? <laughs> nah, I'm done. You said I'm pegged. Done. I kept Guys. my mouth shut, and you're like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to sit on that one." <laughs> Guys, if you, you want to be a part of the conversation, and with that, we're make sure you follow out us. Of time. <laughs> we yes, are, we are desperately out of time. Make sure you follow us on our official Twitter page at the gz chop shop be a part of the discussion leave us a comment like those tweets retweet let us know that you just think burn needs to get out of the mental gutter that is his mind every now I and work then in the medical field what the <laughs> fuck do you expect I, I hereby condone those messages also guys think about supporting us on the patreon page it, it at patreon.com forward slash itachi266 <laughs> Oh, and before before we go, uh, just a you know quick notice to everybody. If you guys are do check out the Patreon page, uh, I would strongly strongly recommend checking out because we've got some amazing new stuff in the works for you guys. Uh, You're gonna and want some it. exclusive things that'll be yeah. There's gonna be some amazing exclusive like, things I'm coming. To, I was hyped for the tumblers. Uh, by the way. Almost everybody should have their tumblers by this point. I believe it seems like most of them. Oh yeah, I've been seeing the pictures flowing in. Yeah. Uh, I think there's so, really like one that's still you know being shipped overseas that probably is still hasn't made its made international it business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're an international business now, guys. <laughs> yeah, step it up. But thank you, wild. everybody. Thank you, our listeners. Uh, a very big thank you to all of our Patreons. You guys are amazing. You guys are the reason that this show is doing so phenomenally well. So. Thank you guys so very much. Hopefully all of you are enjoying your tumblers and will be around for all the future stuff you guys will be getting. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, that is all the time we have. (laughs) That is all the time we have for this week's episode. Stay safe out there, everybody. And we will catch all of you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. 
You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.